Amen. If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to the Gospel of Matthew. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, beginning with verse 14. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do men light a lamp and put it under a bushel, but on a lampstand, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. So let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets, but I am come, not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or tittle shall in no way pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Father, in Jesus' name, help us to understand that you are the light. And if you live in us, that we are to let that light shine. I pray that you just bless today, that you speak to our hearts. As we share your word, Lord, may it, may it do a work that it's been called to do. Touch lives and change lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Wait, what, what are y'all doing? You kidding? Come up here. Wade. That thing hadn't been lit in no telling when. Yeah, you can still hold it. Look how filthy that thing is. What? <laughs> Do you know if you're going or coming? A reflector? That's no good unless it's dark. And then you got to have a light. Oh, okay. And look at you, Seth. Oh, my soul. This is worse than that one. There's no telling when that's even had kerosene in it. Do you know what that's for? A lot. What is this? Ooh. Let, I tell you what, let's, let me have all these. Because if I turn them loose in the congregation with y'all... There is no telling what you will do. Just set that right over that way. Thank you, guys. Nice. So, that's enough light. That wasn't quite what Jesus meant, was it? It wasn't quite what he had in mind when he said, let your light shine. Thank the choir and Johnny for the lighthouse. If it were not for the lighthouse, that is the light of Jesus, where would this ship be? Where would you be? In this sea of life that we're in, hey, the Bible talks about being tossed to and fro and, and not knowing which direction we're going. But it's important to know the direction we're going. And the only way we can know we're going in the right way is through Jesus Christ and nobody else. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And he said, unless you come to me, you're not going to see my Father. That's the only way into heaven, by the way. And, it, and he talks about that. Jesus didn't say that we uh, are to, uh, were to produce the light, but that we were to bear the light, to let the light shine through us. I think many times of, of the different uh, object lessons that these boys uh, had up here. They, they surprised me. That wasn't quite what I, all I had in mind. But hey, I'm glad they done what they done. All you got to do is ask one of them to do something and hey, they'll go get somebody to help them. Uh, so I praise the Lord for their willingness this morning to just to show us about light. 
many of us, hey, we, we're letting our light shine and we want the credit for it, right? Okay, we want the credit for it. Well, hey, this is a good example right here. I'd love to take credit for it, but it won't work. I mean, that won't get you anywhere. I mean, total darkness. That's not going to help at all. Um, and, and so Jesus said, you're not to try to produce the light, just reflect the light. Let the light shine through you that others might see what you're doing. And then when they question you about what you're doing, they would say, hey, what, what is this? And you say, look, God has blessed me, and I just want my light to shine uh, for him. Many churches across our land today have the title in their, their name of their church, Lighthouse. Many of them. I've seen many of them. And uh, there's one church down in Eatonton, Georgia, that a carpenter built a lighthouse. It's, it's probably eight foot tall. Got a little strobe light up there in it. And every time they meet the service, we've been there several times, at night, they'll have that light plugged up and that thing's just going round and round. It's right on the road. You can't miss it. When you go by, you see that, that miniature uh, lighthouse. Um, but so, as we think about this, as you notice uh, in your bulletin there, the title is simply a lighthouse church. That's what I want us to be, a lighthouse church. We're right here on a main highway. And I want to tell you something. The day we laid the block out there, I know a lot of traffic's out there. But my goodness, I, I've, I didn't try to count them, but there must have been, there were hundreds of cars went by. And it was amazing to me, and I don't know who all are blowing their horns either. And I'm glad they're blowing their horn. You know, they were cheering us on by blowing the horn. Could have been uh, some of our members that was blowing the horn, fine. And it could have been just people driving by uh, blowing their horn. But this, we want, I want our church to be a lighthouse church. Well, what are we supposed to be doing? Well, according to the scripture here, uh, he says uh, in verse 14, you are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill can't be hidden. But in verse 16, he says, let. Just a simple word, let. So the first thing I want us to notice is we need to let our light shine. Now let, listen, let is a word, it, it means permit. Permit that light to shine. Allow that light to shine. Give consent. I mean, the Lord has done all of that. And it's up to us to take that light and go share it with the world. You, he said, you are the light of the world. I am the light of the world. But we receive our light uh, from the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, making decisions in the dark can be dangerous. A young man was getting ready to go out on a date, and so he asked his daddy if he could borrow the flashlight, you know. I remember those days, my, you didn't mess with the flashlight. I mean, when he reached for the flashlight, it better be where it's supposed to be, and it better be working. Young man asked his dad if he could use the flashlight. He, he said, what for? He said, well, I'm going out on my first date, and I may need a flashlight. He said, son, let me tell you, I went out on dates, I never did carry a flashlight. He said, yeah, but daddy, look who you ended up with. So... A man was late one night coming home. His wife had, had cleaned house that day and rearranged a lot of things, and he, he came in real late. She was already asleep, and so he didn't want to disturb her, so he, he eased into the bathroom, and he, he turned the water on, and he, he reached where the soap supposed to be, and he, he got the bar, and he washed his hands, he washed his face, he dried off good, and he thought, well, I better brush my teeth. So he reached, fumbling around, and got his toothbrush, and 
smeared it out on there and commenced the brush. Right off, he knew something wasn't right. His lips were trying to turn wrong side out. His tongue began to swell. And he thought, what is this? And so he eased the light on and looked, and he had picked up a tube of Preparation H. It don't pay to do things in the dark. You need light to see. Our world today is in the dark. They need light to see. And if you and I don't share the light, who is going to share the light? You and I as Christians, we have been given that light through Jesus Christ. And if we're not willing to share that light, we got a lost world out there. And the Bible teaches us that we are to let our light shine. And so God has allowed us to do that. In Psalm 119, verses uh, one, uh, verse 105, it simply says, Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And we need that light. Many times, we even, even when we're physically walking, we may not be in the right place. And we need to ask God to help us to get into the right light. So he simply says, let your light so shine. You see, the job of light is to illumine the darkness. Um, light is, is proactive. It, 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 it dispels darkness. You know, you can walk in a total dark room and turn a light on. And, hey, the darkness goes. Turn the light out and the darkness reappears. And darkness represents sin in a person's life. And when there's darkness there, then sin is harboring there. And so we need to make sure that we have confessed our sins and invited the Lord Jesus through the Holy Spirit of God into our hearts and that we have that light shining so others can see. I think sometimes, do others have enough light to see? The lost, do they have enough light? Am I giving off enough of light of Jesus that they can see and find the way? There's a lot of ways today. Many years ago, I, a dentist that I was seeing, I asked him if he knew the Lord, and, and he said, well, in my own way I do. And I just simply shared with him. He said, well, I have my own way. I have my own belief. I said, okay, that's fine. I don't know where he's still living or not. Yeah, he's living. He's living somewhere. If he's not in this world, he's living somewhere. He's still alive. We need to let our light shine. I mean, it's up to us whether we share it or not. It's up to us whether we share it or not. I have two candles here, as you can see. Both people have been saved. They're letting their light shine. One becomes disgruntled. is not happy. And so they pull out of church. They quit reading God's word. Quit visiting. Quit sharing. Just simply stop. I don't like what's going on. I've tried. Nobody won't listen. I'm tired of trying to share uh, my life and what Jesus has done for me. In fact, you know, I can't see that Jesus is blessing me at all. So I'm going to quit church. I'm just going to simply quit. You get the picture? The light will go out. It'll simply go out. There will not be excitement in people's lives anymore. Jesus was very plain when he said, let, let, let it shine. 
No matter where we are. Listen, not this here church. Out there where you hang out, wherever your job is, or, or you retire, wherever you hang out, or, or loafer around, or beauty shops, barbershops, grocery stores, village. let the light shine. Hey, these coins don't need to die, okay? Our pamphlet given away don't need to die. Our projects don't need to die. I think it's a great way people getting together and fellowshipping and, and, and doing things like the, the pies and, and, the, and the photographs and, and all the things that's going on. Hey, it's okay to do that stuff. Get together, fellowship, love one another, and share. And I don't want to hear nothing about jealousy, okay? Hey, you don't like what somebody's doing? Do it better. If you make 7,000 pies one time, make 10,000 the next. I heard all kind of comments. They ain't thick enough. They're too doughy. Wasn't this, wasn't that. Well, don't eat it. Just give the money. Give the pie to the dog. Hello? I don't like apple pies. Well, bring peaches. I'd be glad when he is gone, won't you? I want to turn to John chapter 9, verses 5 through 7. You don't have to turn unless you want to. John 9, 5 through 7. Listen to what Jesus said. Now this is, this is then, okay? Not now, but then. Jesus said, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said unto him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation of sin. And he went his way, therefore, and washed and came seeing to the neighbors. Therefore, and they that who before had seen him who was blind, said, Is this not he that sat and begged? And some said, uh, This is he. And others said, Well, it looks like him. And one said, I'm he. They knew good and well it was him. He said, I was blind, but now I see. Jesus said, As long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. When I leave out, I want to send you the blessed Holy Spirit of God. He's going to become light in you, and you're to share that light uh, with others. I, uh, the, in Acts 13, 47, it says, I have set you a light to the Gentiles, a light to the lost. People who are lost today are in a crisis. Um, you know, that should be uh, very clear uh, that we, if we have salvation, we have the light, and we need to share that light. Not everybody's going to accept the light. Not everybody wants to hear the light. Not everybody wants to see the light. But if they truly, would truly understand they are in the dark spiritually and where they're headed is not going to be light. The Bible says that hell is an outer darkness. And we need to share that light with them and share it with them while we can because Matthew 28, 19, 20 is very plain. Go ye therefore into all the world. That means everywhere. That means start at home and that means to reach out to everywhere and share Jesus Christ with the whole world, baptize them. It says in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said, I'm going to be with you all the way even to the end. Light attracts. Some of you like to fish. And you fish at night. 
and you use lights because light attracts fish. So I encourage you to go night fishing. Put the light out. It'll draw people. It's amazing to me what lights uh, will do. You see, the light that shines the farthest shines the brightest at home. Shines the brightest at home. What kind of light are you at home? Light shines. So he says, let it. The second thing, light is uh, reflected. Uh, in that same ver- uh, verse of scripture on down there, he says, uh, people might see, see your good works. Now, if it was real dark in here and I started to have all the lights turned out and get somebody to shine a flashlight on this, because it will work. It will reflect. And you see many of these along the roadside around marking people's driveways so they know exactly uh, where uh, uh, to turn in. But when you shine a light against that, it's going to reflect back to you what it sees. Okay? And so that's why it's so important. When I think of this old lantern, I mean the, the glass, the globe is dirty on it, it's rusty, and no telling when it's had kerosene in it. It's just about useless. Oh, it's a good antique but it won't give you any light. It'd take a major overhaul to get that thing to working. I'd hate to end up in the woods with this with some, with some uh, lantern fuel and trying to make it work. It'd probably be after midnight before this thing ever started working, if it did. That's, that's like some of our lives, y'all. Listen, some of our lives, our globes are dirty. We had not had the fuel of the Lord Jesus working in our hearts in years. We've become dusty. We've become rusty. And we think to ourselves, I'm okay. I'm saved. So what difference does it make? It makes all the difference in the world. Light reflects what it sees. I think of the moon sometimes. How many of you have seen the moon shine? <laughs> we haven't, have we? moon don't shine unless, it's get, unless it gets it from the sun. It has to get it from the sun, and then it reflects it to us. It's important that we reflect who Jesus is and not what somebody else is or or what some TV star is or or whatever's going on today in in the movie world and in music industry. Those things will not get you to heaven. But the light of the world is the only thing that's going to count. Um, You see, our light is in Jesus. That's who we need to depend on. In John's Gospel, again, chapter 1, let me read it for you right quick. John's Gospel, chapter 1. beginning with verse 6. It says, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came as a witness to bear witness of the light. He didn't say he was the light. He came to bear a witness of the light. That all men through him might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came into his own, and his own received him not. But, he says, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the children of God, even to them that believe on his name, 
the name of Jesus, as we have sung about already this morning, and lifting up uh, the name of Jesus. And on the story goes for us who are Christians, that we be willing to share Christ with whoever uh, we come up on. It makes no difference who it is or where it is. Uh, even last evening, a shoe salesman, I, you know, he and I, I didn't realize it, we were on the same page. We both knew the Lord. And, and he was bragging on how God had spoken to him about you need to stay a little after work today. He said he didn't say why, but he said after I went out, I saw a lady who was broke down. And he said, I knew then why God wanted me to stay a little bit later than what I had intended on staying. In 2 Corinthians 3, uh, 18, uh, the verse says, But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror or a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed in the same image from glory to glory, even by the Spirit of the Lord. That's why it's so important to reflect the light of Jesus. Let me give you a third thing right quick. Light shines, and we need to let the light of the Lord Jesus shine through us. Light reflects. We need to reflect the love of God in our life to other people. But I'll tell you a third thing. Light, um, light warms. And sometimes we fail uh, to send out the warning. But you can't, uh, you can't make people accept Christ. You see this little old flashlight here? I mean, that's, that's just for a warning. If you get stranded somewhere, we're to warn people. The Bible over and over, very, uh, very plain and clear, talks about us warning. And I think about going out and, and visiting and witnessing to people. You're not going to win them all. Forget it. But we're to go. You don't know who's going to be saved, and you don't know who's not going to be saved. So we will witness to some and they may get saved. But on the other hand, at least you will warn some. So you will win some and you can warn some. But the main thing is uh, that we do it and we do it for the glory of God. And when we look at that verse, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. It's a warning that things aren't always going to be as they are. We're going to pass from this life to the next. And you simply ask folk, do you know where you're going to spend eternity? And they may say, well, I haven't thought about it. Well, you tell them, hey, there's only two places. I'm here to warn you. It's heaven or it's hell. If you want to go to heaven, you've got to have Jesus. If you don't care, then stay like you are. You'll end up in hell, in hell with the devil and all of his angels. And I, the, the thing is, if you're, if you're lost this morning, you're in darkness. You're in a crisis. And what do we do when people are in darkness? We try to carry in the light. What do we do when they're in a crisis? We try to help them. So um, I beg you this morning, listen, if, uh, that you please come to the light of Jesus. I mean, he begs for us to come. Brother Johnny in the choir, he did a great job on the lighthouse. I, I read a story. Uh, I don't know that it's a true story, but it, it sounded good. I, it may have been true. Um, there was an old lighthouse keeper and his job was to keep the light burning in the, in the lighthouse to warn ships of the danger. And once a month, he was delivered so much oil to keep his uh, light burning in the lighthouse. And one evening, a lady came and knocked on the lighthouse door and he went to the door and she said, 
My family's hungry and I have run out of oil to cook with. Could you spare me just enough to cook one meal? And he gave her just enough to do that one meal. It wasn't long a man came and said, Sir, my family is cold and I've, I've ran out of oil. Is there any way that you could give me just enough oil to get through the night? And he did. By the end of the month, he had run out of oil. And the, when, the, when the light went out, he was frightful. He was afraid because he knew there were ships that were coming that way. And it went along to the big crash. A ship did hit the rocks. Many lives were lost, and the man felt so bad. During the investigation, the, uh, the investigator said, Why? Why? Why did you run out of oil? And he told him. He said, Those are good excuses. But said, We gave you, you were responsible for that oil to keep that light burning so others would not perish. The man begged for repentance. He forgave the man, but he said, Do you understand what you have caused? Your job was only to keep the light burning. Folk, that's our job, to keep the light of Jesus burning. Don't, don't be like this Christian. Hey, disgruntled, quit, slap, quit church, pull away from God. Bible talks about he will remove that light. No, you won't be lost. You can't be lost if you're ever saved. Understand that. But you can lose your vigor, your whatever that you call it, your energy, your strength, your intelligence for the Lord Jesus Christ. And how will you stand before him when you didn't let your light shine? I beg you this morning, if your light's not burning like it ought to be, you're the only one who can fix it by coming to the Lord and asking to forgive you. If your globe's dirty, if, you, if your lantern's rusty, you know, your life. Our lives speak for themselves. I've heard people many times when I was going to have a funeral, they say, you preaching his funeral? No, nope. he doesn't preach his funeral. I'm just going to say a few words and share scripture. We preach in our funeral every day because sooner or later we're going to leave this world. And what do we leave behind? We need to leave a legacy of the Lord Jesus Christ for others who falling who coming behind us. We have the oil. We have the light. And we need to share it. Share it for the glory of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the privilege to share this morning. Lord, I, I hope that these uh, little illustrations have spoken to hearts. Lord, I don't want the light to go out in me. I want to continue to burn for you. But I pray for those who have become weak and their lights have dimmed. Their reflectors may be cracked and dirty. They're not reflecting the, the life of Jesus. I pray that you speak to their hearts this morning. Because you are willing, so willing to get the light going again. Father, help no one to be ashamed to come forward. For lost, they're in a crisis. They're in darkness, God. And I pray that you'd lead them to the light today. And we'll thank you and praise you for all that you do for us. For we ask it in the name above every name. And that's the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.